Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I can confirm if you're listening and you can't see me. This is Haley speaking. Um, this is the right podcast. I have a little bit of a jump scare of a voice right now, but we had to push through and make it on the podcast because we have a special guest with us today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Stevie, and stepping away from your zoo. Yeah, thank you. Um, We are so excited to have you, but I'm not even joking when I say stepping away from your zoo. I think every time we hang out, that's the first thing we discuss is like, what's new in the What's new in the, in the zoo? zoo. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. How many animals do you got now? Um, nine and, <laughs> and some. Um, yeah, I have three dogs and six cats now. And um, I also have like an isopod colony. So that's cool. Oh, A cool. what? Like <laughs> roly polies. Oh. But like, I have a lot of them. Where Wait. do you get those from? Outside. Some are from outside, and then some are from like um, people sell them. What uh, <laughs> online? Yeah. Like, Wait, people, so like, like what do they do? <laughs> they exist. That's kind of. It's like a fish tank, but it's like isopods. So wait, what do they do? They live in like a glass bowl, like a terrarium, like a twenty gallon. Jesus Lord, yeah. they're living the life. I remember back <laughs> in the day when I used to collect roly polies from outside. Mm-hmm. Um. They would live in a shoebox for oh. a while, <laughs> and then they wouldn't make it very long. But so you've got a sophisticated thing going. I do, yeah. I can only imagine. I mean, it's literally like a full-time job. It has to be because I was just telling you, too. I've only got mm. the two dogs, and every time we're together, I also have a story for you. Yeah. Um, And so, I think I just told you Lottie's ass exploded again. Yeah. Um, Poor Lottie. It's so fucking sad, but like. It's just a thing that like little some little dogs go through and poor Lottie. So she's like at home. So not only am I going through it, Lottie's going through it. We're all just been going through it. So how often you've got to be at the vet more than me. I'm there once a month at least. Um, I go there quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Not as often, honestly. Um, My last trip to the vet was actually with my cat because he had a kidney stone, which is kind of like... Is that common in cats too, I think? In male cats it can be, especially like um, if they're having like diet problems. Like he doesn't eat like as much as he should. So it kind of built up, but um, he's okay now. Yeah. But yeah, that was my last trip to the vet actually. Um, It's kind of funny because growing up, which we can get into like some of your hobbies, but... Mm -hmm. um, we definitely always thought you were going to be the vet of the family of how much you love your animals. I think you're responsible for like 98% of the animals we ever had growing up. I can agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something that you like always liked, but now you're kind of doing some other stuff. You're doing like graphic design. What do you what have you been up to? Yeah. Um, basically, my free time, which is a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> I've been, like, learning graphic design, like, um, on my own, like, YouTube videos and just, like, playing around with, like, the whatever you want to call it um, program. Yeah, the different programs. Yeah. I was asking you about that because you showed me, like, you literally created, like, an animation from scratch. Yeah. And it was, like, hey. moving around. And I was, like, wait, how are you doing that? Because, <laughs> yeah. like, actually. That's so sick. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've we've kind of had like the same hobbies in that sense of like the creative stuff. But mm-hmm. you're way more tech savvy, which maybe that's just part of um, my age. Um, <laughs> but also, you're talk. Can you talk about your dating life a little bit? It's so weird. Like 
obviously I know all this stuff. Uh, it's my little sister, but uh, <laughs> I I love I love who you're dating. So <laughs> if you want to talk about it, yeah. Um, my boyfriend, his name is Jace. Um, he moved in with me like last year, in, like December. Um, it's going really well. We've been together for like two years now. Um, we were long distance for a while. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, but I mean, like, I feel like if you really have a connection with someone, it can work, especially if you make time for it yeah. to work. It's um pretty, like, a hard thing, but it's a lot easier, and it's, like, worth it once you get to live together and, like, it yeah. actually experience those things. Um, But, yeah, it's been, like, really fun. It's been, like, a learning experience, too. Like, I'd say it's, like, my first, like, serious relationship, like, in my adult life dude it's so crazy wait so you're 20 <laughs> I, I always forget you're 22 right 21 21 okay almost Jeez, 22 don't age me no <laughs> don't, no that's yeah. perfectly fine with 21 yeah. that's so weird too like I just feel so everything you say makes me feel old now but um doing long distance I feel like is also something kind of I don't want to say Gen Z because I don't even know if you're Gen Z I feel like you're kind of in between but I don't know. I feel like you've always been way better about like internet relationships and like meeting people online where like I feel like our generation was very like you don't talk to strangers on the no, internet yeah, very guarded um, from it. But like, I don't know. How has that been for you? Um, It's been actually pretty decent. I'd say growing up, I kind of grew up like playing like games on their internet. Um, It's what I spent a lot of my time doing. So I made like a lot of my friends like on the internet, especially. Yeah. That's, That's so awesome. crazy. So I've like had friends on there that I've had for like five to eight years and like it's just been, through game like do you still play the same games with them? Um not like all the time, but yeah, like it's been That's so yeah, wild. That's really crazy. Wait, so for a while too, I know you talked about doing the Twitch streaming for gaming because mm-hmm. that's like something you always wanted to do. Did you end up ever like going through with it or like I I know nothing about Twitch yeah or I think too even when I started this podcast I was like what's a discord yeah. um <laughs> yeah. but wh- what is that about like did you end up doing any of that I did actually um I started making like everything so um I could actually start it and then I tested it out and then I had a problem with it and I didn't get around to fixing the problem because I get distracted by life but um <laughs> No. Yeah, that is something I, like, still, like, want to, like, pursue and work on when I have, like, the time to actually do it. It's a lot. Like, we know firsthand, and we Mm -hmm. were just talking about this on the way to the podcast. Like, Mm -hmm. so much stuff goes into it that you don't think about, and, like, little problems Mm -hmm. arise, and then it's, like, yeah. I mean, it took us nine months to, like, actually make the first episode. Like, Mm -hmm. it was in the works for nine months. So, it's, uh, it can be a could take up a lot of time and even after that i feel like every week for like the first three months we had a different problem every single week it was something new and we still mm-hmm. run into problems yeah we still mm-hmm. have issues um actually funny speaking of last week or not last week because we weren't here last week the week before oh. when we had um brandy come on and do the tarot readings mm-hmm. and i told you we'll talk about a little bit about that but I forgot all of the SD cards to like record. We had the nothing to first record. First time we uh-huh. had a guest in this space. Well, I guess we had Elena the week before. Yeah, but, but like not family. And I didn't bring anything to record it. So we had to like run and go buy some sketchy SD cards. Um, in the store down the street. Yeah. 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 And it was just, yeah, it could have been bad. It was, so it was a problem. It's a learning out. curve. Yeah. But yeah. 
definitely still keep keep at it if you like doing it. I know you've always been like I just feel like the game stuff and like the tech stuff and mm-hmm. it's just the difference I think between but it's all creative and like intertwined that way. So I think yeah. that's fun. Any what other what other hobbies and stuff? I know you told me you were like reading for like a class and like volunteering. Yeah, I did that over um before the summer started I did that for like a few months um it was actually my kindergarten teacher she teaches like first grade now um so I started like reading for her kids and like helping them just like in um like my free time and when she needed it it was like actually really nice it was like really fun um to do yeah and didn't you too you did um volunteer at the animal shelter too for a while I did do that for a few months. That was actually really cool, too, and, like, a really, like, nice learning experience. Um, I did that for a few months, and I got to help out with, like, the dogs and cats there. Um, I will say, like, working there, you learn a lot of things and, like, see, like, what, like, animals, like, go through and, like, how long, like, some take to, like, get adopted out or, like, just, like, like seeing the different kind of personalities in there is, like, interesting. Yeah, yeah I feel like, do you do you think this? Because I used to think... I wanted to work with kids because I just like love kids and I wanted to help. And after like going through an experience of doing my internship and actually like working with kids and stuff, Mm -hmm. I, I felt like sometimes when you're like actually so passionate about something, you kind of have to distance yourself from it because it's really tough to like see firsthand and deal with firsthand. Did you feel that way? Like with the animals and stuff, like, was it kind of hard to, actually see how they were like living and what kind of they go through because you actually do like them so like you actually care so much yeah it is like like a bittersweet thing I will say like um it's nice to see when like they actually do get like adopted out and like homes and stuff like that but it is like it's upsetting like knowing like how animals like come in or like what they're going through and stuff but um you can't save them all right right? (laughs) yeah um Mm. Yeah, it can be, it can be tough. I was just curious about that. I know you did a couple like volunteer things Mm -hmm. too, but yeah, you're busy enough anyways with the animals you have. I don't think you need to go (laughs) searching elsewhere. Um, no, but speaking of, so I brought up how, you know, Brandy came on and when I talked to you, I told you Brandy was coming on do Tarot. You were like, Tarot? Oh my God, that's so cool. You kind of like knew a little bit about it. Yeah. Do you still like look into that stuff? I know you did like the like you researched crystals before too. You kind of taught me about the crystals a little bit. Yeah. Um. I do. I um. I collect like crystals at home. Um. And I have like a few tarot cards at home. I used to do like just like for myself like daily readings like last Wait, summer. Wait, you did it for yourself? Yeah. Ooh, that's um, sick. So I was like learning a bit about it, and like I had like um a notebook of like just like stuff about it it was like pretty fun it's pretty interesting it's a big intuition thing um and just like like almost like a meditation thing like connecting with yourself and just like it's not really so like the cards are going to tell you everything it's like kind of just like an interpretation of like how can this apply to your life and like what are you going to do with this information yeah that's kind of what she was telling us too so actually though brandy's coming to our halloween party yeah okay Um, and so she's going to be doing tarot reading there. So if you want it, are you coming, yeah. by the way? Because I invited you. I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We are going to be there and bring James. We're both yeah. going to get a tarot reading. So Ooh. let's see how it goes. I'm excited. What are um, y'all dressing up as? Yeah. What are you going to be? Um, We're thinking like a vampire and bat. 
Ooh, a vampire in that? Yeah. That's cute. Or if you wanted to be a part of um, a group me, thing. Brittany, okay. Evan, Brian, we're being the Scooby-Doo crew. Okay. So mm-hmm. you could be like a villain we unmask. Um, and Jace could also be. But also it's cute. Uh, the, your idea is cute too. But <laughs> what I was also going to say, and I really needed to bring this up, is you know Scooby Doo is a Great Dane, and mm-hmm. you have a Great Dane whom I love and miss very much, and so if he wanted to come be part of our costume, <laughs> be Scooby Doo, that would be sick. Um, no, but honestly, too, I just really need you to share the story of how we got Duke because before Duke went and lived with you, because now you live in your own house, but before that, Duke was like the family dog, and yeah. You know, I miss him and love him, but at the time when we first got him, the story's a little interesting here because I was away at college and I get a phone call from mom that like, oh yeah, we're getting another dog. And I'm like, hmm, what do you mean? No, we're not. (laughs) And uh, would you care to share the story of how that came about? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, So... I've been looking at dogs for a while myself, no one else in the family. You were kind of younger, though, too. I was. Like, how old? So, that was, like, 2015. So, what? 21 minus 7 equals 14. I know how to do mental math. Anyways, about like 14, yeah. 15. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> I was looking at dogs for a while and um, I saw Duke and I decided that this online? is a dog. Yeah, I saw him online and I decided that this is a dog that I want. He looked very grumpy, like a little puppy. <laughs> um, and so I went to mom and she was like, OK, like if he's still there the next day, we're going to get him. So I was like, sure. And he was still there the next day, um, to my luck, thankfully. I love Duke. And she she was like, nope, we're not going to get him anymore. But I was determined um, <laughs> to get him because I had an attachment. And but, like, but keep in mind, like, we also had, like, plenty of other animals at this point. I think we, we had, like, did. three other dogs at this point. Yeah. So that was why she was probably like, eh, I thought about it and, like, Probably we don't need another one. Yeah. Um, So. Especially our most recent being Astrid. Yeah. She's probably like put off. But anyways, I was determined still because I wasn't taking that into consideration. Um, And so I had grabbed her her credit card and had went and I typed in the info. But like while typing it in, I was like asking her for help. So like she like knew, but she thought I was joking. So I was like (laughs) typing it in. And I was like, okay, so she knows I'm doing it. She's going along with it. But she thought I was joking. And then I clicked it and I was like, congrats on your new dog. And she was in the kitchen and I was in the dining room. And she's like, no, you did not just do that. And I was like, I did. And like two seconds later, she gets an email. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, you confirm- just bought a dog. Why was it like so easy? Yeah, I feel like it was like alarmingly simple. easy. I know, because I remember like, when this happened, I had just gotten Lottie and mm-hmm. I went through so much to get Lottie. Like Lottie, I also found her online. Yeah. But 
with her, they did like phone interviews, like all this crazy stuff. Like you had to tell them where you're living, how many other animals. Said, congrats. Like, you and yours dog? was like, you got a new purse <laughs> or something. No, it popped up on the website. It was like, congrats on your new puppy. I picture with oh like confetti. Like, Woo. <laughs> Woo. No, um, literally. Yeah, it's I definitely not- will say it wasn't don't I don't recommend getting a dog off of like a website like that. Definitely wasn't a good place to get a dog. Like I was just um wanting a dog really badly. But he is a really good he's a good healthy dog now. He is seven years old. Yeah, it's crazy though, because like I remember so when we were growing up, our papa had a great Dane and we were like obsessed. It's like they're the sweetest dogs in the world but they're just so huge it's like so it's such a contradiction um and I remember we like fell in love with Papa's dog Timber and then when you got Duke it was like kind of like where are we gonna put this horse because like (laughs) they're so big Mm -hmm. but he's like just the sweetest and I miss him so much I like always send you videos too because when we first got him I was still kind of like coming home a lot even though it was at college and during the summers I would come stay home so like I have so many cute puppy videos of him and I just you know he's he's our Scooby so he can come to the party um I don't think our dogs would like it no wait I have two I got I got two Scooby-Doo collars for Wolf (laughs) and Lottie okay so we can let Duke borrow it for a picture um yeah that's crazy but um let's get into some other crazy stuff going on and you know I don't know if you listen to the podcast a lot, but lately we've been talking about football. We're football okay. girls now, apparently. And <laughs> it just makes no sense, really. It just doesn't compute. But we are who we are. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not that into football, but we had a lot of fun at the Lions game. We did. You came with us on the 8th. And yeah. I felt like you asked a lot of good questions. You learned a little bit about football. Yeah, I will say I didn't learn much, even though I <laughs> asked a lot of questions. Um, you guys tried to yeah. teach me. I'm just football is very confusing. Um, it's so long too. Like right? to, if you're when when you're learning and you're like trying to learn, yeah, it's just like really long. Yeah, but it was fun anyways. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a cool experience. Yeah. Well, maybe we have to go again because they did really well when we were there, and now they did re- really really bad when we weren't there. Yeah, yeah, it was really sad to watch. I was very frustrated, so, like, but. Guess we've got to go again. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck charms. That's the, that's the, that's what I'm going to get out of that. Um, No, but something else crazy is going on because U of M and obviously oh I went to MSU, but U of M mm. rivals have been in the news for allegedly cheating. So their coach, their head coach says he has no involvement, but like one of the guys on the team has been going to over 30 games in the last season, taking having people take videos and taking videos himself of whatever signs they do on the sideline to see what play that means. So, mm. like, obviously, when you're a football team, you have secret signs, and that means a certain play is going to happen. Yeah. And so if you're on the opposing team and you know, like, oh, okay, this is what the play that they're going to do, that's an advantage, so it's yeah. cheating. You're not allowed to do that. So this guy that works for U of M has been doing this, going to like 30 plus games doing this. But the craziest part of this story to me was he is openly Venmoing people like pub, like on public Venmo, which who public even does Venmo. public Venmo? I mean, like 
I, we'll get into that in a second because that blows my mind. But openly <laughs> Venmoing on public to people paying them to go to these games and take these videos that are cheating. Is yeah. that the craziest thing? I, I feel as if I can't comment on this. My boyfriend, Brian, is a very big U of M fan. So I feel like well, anything a mistake. I can I say can and will be used against me. <laughs> um. So I don't I don't believe the story. That's crazy. <laughs> um, well, they just played MSU and it was a very Yeah, that was unfortunate blowout day to be a state fan. Yeah, it was not good for us at all. But um okay, but this is crazy. Like, do you like I feel like that's so weird to have a open public Venmo, especially when you're I doing illegal activities. To, and like I no longer do. It's my Venmo's on private now. I don't need people seeing my business. But what I will say is I do love or I used to love. I look at other people. Looking at other people's transactions. Do you do that? You, you can find yes. a lot of information out about, about people by Wait, their Venmo. Do, what Do you stock Venmo? I feel like Gen Z is different than like us in us? that way though. I feel like they're worse. I feel like it's not like I go out of my way to do it but if i open the app and it's just like on the open screen i'll like scroll for a second and just see what's happening i'm like okay well, like what does that mean it's like emojis right. i'm like yes. okay 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 so this <laughs> makes me feel better because like you try to decode like what do you think they were up to yep. but then at the same time sometimes when i venmo people i'll pick like really obscure emojis and be they like this is what it's it. for and it's really yeah. not not related um, at all but also like what about find my friends is that like a thing for you guys do you yeah. stalk people on there? Do you add friends and like see what they're up to? I will say don't add friends on there. Um, I have Jace on there. Like family and like, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's thing. like, that's how I use it. But like it's becoming supposedly a thing that people have all their friends on there and they regularly check it as if it's like another form of social media I to like see to what people that. are doing. In college, I still have a shit ton of people from like girls in my sorority. Like I have all of their locations. Basically, like, anybody that I've ever been, like, on, like, spring break, like, bachelorette trips with, like, I have all of these people's locations, and sometimes I'll just look at it and be like, where's everyone at? I feel like it's- It was fun in college. It's entertaining, but, like, it's also could be so toxic. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In college, it was definitely toxic. Like, where are you? What are you up to? Yeah, because you Seeing would- Seeing if people are, like, telling you the truth. Oh, yeah. I would use it all the time in college. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, why are all these people hanging out? And they didn't send me an invite. Interesting. That's a little <laughs> sus. <laughs> a little I shady. I feel like I find a lot of drama on apps like that in Venmo. Really? Yeah. Do you miss the Snap- You were around when the Snapchat was, like, showed oh. the best friends and stuff yeah. they gotta bring that back like, that was toxic and i loved it is, is snapchat like the biggest form of communication for you would you say or like what what do you use the most because it's not texting because <laughs> when i text you don't answer, <laughs> so, so um it actually is texting but it's not because i don't answer <laughs> i don't take it personally <laughs> i don't answer anyone i'm just not like a big responder to anyone i respond like once every few months not just no you, it's Haley. fine i'll just cry myself to sleep <laughs> um no i i feel that but i think i've gotten better as i've gotten older so maybe it'll be the same for you yeah but who knows um i'm also just like an old lady now but um <laughs> i used to be that way i still am a little bit like i'll read something and be like in my, mentally i need to think about how i'm processing this mm. and then respond later but then like you just forget yeah and then it's like and eh, now it's too late to be weird if i answered especially if you open it and a notification is gone it's like i feel like i've already it's responded yeah. <laughs> yeah like okay bye 
Um, well, actually, I've been going to Jace to communicate <laughs> to you recently, so that's my way of communicating with you. <laughs> um, but like, wh- what do you do? Do you sc- do you think you scroll TikTok like the most of all the social media? Yeah, I'm on I mean, there like same. a lot. Same. Unhealthy. I guess that's the same. What about like, I don't know. Do you ne- go on Netflix a lot? Hulu. Yeah. I don't know. What's the what's the cool the thing? The cool? I don't know. I want to know like what's cool because I feel like Netflix is not, not it cool. anymore. Have and you, I'm it, I'm on Netflix. You've seen like the videos of like Gen Z judging like people our age that are could be like Gen Z could be millennials yeah. and like I would be judged harshly as like not cool I think. You think so? Yeah I don't think I'm cool. I think so too. You think For that myself. you're not cool? Yeah. Yeah. No we're not. We're not as cool as you. <laughs> yeah. What? What's cool? Um What's cool teach these us, days? She's just well, the like, cool things. I just like you probably can't see her pants in the frame, but you've got cool. on bell bottoms. And like, is that what's cool now? Because I'm gonna tell you what, I'm still I thought still the baggy jeans was cool. Am I late? Am I wrong? I'm not up to this I trend. I just bought a pair of baggy jeans. <laughs> tell us what's cool. <laughs> no, I think the baggy jeans are still cool. I actually bought these like a while ago when the bell bottoms were big, and these are the first time I've ever worn them. Oh. So these are like a really last you decision. Pulled out the bell bottoms for the podcast. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but what? What? So TikTok's the biggest social media. Netflix, Hulu. I don't know what's the thing. Disney Plus. I feel like you're not a Disney Pluser. I'm a Disney Pluser. She's a big Disney yeah. Pluser. Yeah, um, adds up for me. I think like Netflix and Hulu. I'd have to say. Okay, then I feel fine. We're not too far off, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about like do you do books or like audio books or um books sometimes like it's very hard to finish a book but like i'll pick up different books and like i'll skim them okay what about we used to watch Mm -hmm. a lot of youtube videos together do you Mm -hmm. still watch a lot of youtube videos i do i watch youtube videos like um a lot like almost every day really like podcasts or what um i do watch like true crime podcast or like Mm -hmm. i watch like haunted videos yeah like sam and colby they do like they're doing like a week at the conjuring house like spending the night there and stuff Shut up! and like they do like Would you ever do something like that i i kind of want to but i feel like i'd be oh so scared gosh. that they have like two parts out already and like they've like caught some stuff and like i kind of believe them i'm like they've caught some scary stuff um or bose she does true crime like um podcasts and streams and stuff she's very like entertaining and she's like very like informational Really? So I think it's like a really good. Um, speaking of the spooky stuff, we were just talking on the way here about our spooky scenarios when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and how like I think we talked about this on the podcast before, but how my mom would like dr- take us on like a scary drive and yes. get out and like, bang on the windows and scare us. <laughs> I just vividly remember it, that. and we're like, mm-hmm. we're like, it was so fun at the time, but looking back, like, should that have been traumatic for us? Because it was like. <laughs> We were genuinely scared, but, like, we thought it was the most fun thing in the world. Oh, it was so fun. I feel like we would beg to go on those yeah, car rides. It's kind it's of like crazy. a poor memory of mine. Uh. Um, but we've kind of <laughs> always been into, like, the spooky stuff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told the story on here. You were part of this, of the ghost that we caught on the tape recording. I talk about that every day. Oh, my really? God. No. See, like, but, like, after a scenario like that happens, you mm. would still go to, like, a haunted thing. Yeah. You're, what? I, mm. because, like, okay, because, like, I feel like 
I kind of like I literally want to do the same thing again like I want to take a recording box I was literally like watching the video yesterday of Sam and Colby and I was like they need to take like a voice recording box and set it down in there and just leave it and like just like leave the room yeah because I feel like they would catch they would catch some spooky things because I feel like that's like something that works I mean it definitely worked for us right that was terrifying see I don't know there was also a time though do you remember like you told me like at your house you were scared and I called you and I was like I had a dream this is so terrifying can't believe we even got to this topic but (laughs) spooky stuff always comes up um Mm -hmm. I had a dream that there was a girl that lived in your basement and I like called her and I was like hey like I don't want to scare you but like don't go in your basement. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I had a dream. There was like a girl in your basement. And you were like, that's so fucking weird because I'm pretty sure like I felt something weird happening recently. Stop it. And I like was like, stop it, dude. And I was so confused. And I'm like, well, I don't want to see this <laughs> in my dream. So like, <laughs> keep her at your house. <laughs> like, But that's why I wouldn't want to do stuff like that. Because don't you feel like it like invites it to your house or something? Yeah, they actually have, like, waivers there that are, like, spirit attachments. Like, be careful, you could take something home. So, like, you have to, like, really, like, go and protect it and, like, cleanse yourself after. Because, like, that's, like, you can't mess with that stuff. They say that at the Haunted Mansion in Disney World. They say, like, (laughs) oh, be careful, there's 99 haunts, but there's always room for more. Be careful for hitchhiking ghosts. And, like, that's all fun and games, but... A waiver? There's no waiver there. I'm I'm <laughs> not signing no that. Waiver. I don't want to yeah, be a no. part of it. I don't, I don't even want to go to like haunted houses like around well, here dude, anymore. And what about have you looked into or watched it yet? Because I think I need your. So to be fair, you take my Netflix. I need your Hulu mm-hmm. um, login. So, but did you watch the McKamey Manor I documentary? Watch that. Oh. It's they just released one, and I feel like. I need you to watch and tell me if it's, like, good. Because I don't know if I want to sit through, like, the whole thing. Even watching, like, scary stuff sometimes. I think we talked about this, too. Like, I feel like it's inviting, like, more scary things to happen. Yeah. We just watched, um, a couple weeks ago, we watched, like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, the latest one. I'd say watch lightly for me. I didn't watch, though. I was, like, sitting away from the TV most of the time. I'm like, what's going on? And I would just judge everyone's reactions (laughs) to see if it was, like, scary or not Uh to see if she could watch. Uh And I was like, that's... That's not fair. You were covering mm-hmm. your face for some I of it, I was going too. through the trauma of it, though. It was, was terrifying. I was. The ending was a jump scare. Like, the ending was yeah. not unnecessary, was if you've seen wild. it. But um, are you into, like, scary movies? Or are you, like, more, like, documentary, real, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say, like, more, like, scary movies. Um, I do documentaries sometimes, but, like, it's very, I don't know. I'm just, like, more... I do shows more than anything, but yeah, like, scary like the YouTube movies. stuff and like, yeah. yeah, I don't know how I feel. I've I've been really into documentaries, so I, yeah, you I, have been. I know I need to watch that McKamey Manor one though. You it's should. I perfect want a TikTok for rabbit season. hole on it. Really? Yeah, that they make you sign like a shit ton of waivers, like your yeah. literal life away. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's pretty traumatizing. Um, yeah, but this kind of relates to something that happened this week britney spears book came out her memoir the woman so in me heard. um 
I'm personally not going to read it because I feel like I already saw everything online about it. Yeah, and which I is nuts we said we were going to read it when they w- it was announced that it was coming out. Well, within one day, everyone was Everyone like, knows everything that's happened in the book. Everything you need to know. I'm like, okay. Oh. They read it, I guess, that fast. Yeah. Like speed readers. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, no. But apparently, this was according to her own her own self, self. <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> that... Her book is the highest selling celebrity memoir in history, and it's only day one. Um, I don't know if I believe that. Well, it was not confirmed for sure, so I don't know how true it is. But, like, can we okay. just start making shit up? Like, <laughs> this podcast is the number one podcast in the world right now. Like, currently in this moment. <laughs> right. For sure. Like, <laughs> it'll come true. Don't look it up, obviously. Don't confirm it, but, like, it's. But, like, it is. True. You heard it here um, first. Let's just speak that into existence. Maybe she's just manifesting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, good for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's crazy. Do you, I feel like that it's like a new thing, like manifesting stuff. Do you believe in like, if you manifest stuff, it can really happen? I think to an extent, I think it's just like an energy thing. Like if you go around like with like, confident energy like more things are to come to you so if like you put out energy you're getting stuff I feel like it can come to you I agree I agree that's kind of how I feel about it but like there's I feel like there's people who take it so serious like 25 times in the mirror you have to say like (laughs) bloody mary bloody mary bloody mary um (laughs) and then it comes to (laughs) wait did we ever do bloody mary I never did it. Oh my I God. feel like we always like said we were gonna do it but we're always too scared to actually do it Mm -hmm. no because I did it you did, you did it? Yeah, did but I was so young at um, our old babysitter's house. No way. And so we were joking around, and we were saying we were going to do it. And then they just left me in there, oh. turned the light. <laughs> okay. And, but I don't remember, like, actually seeing anything. I think I was just so terrified, like, of, like, the moment. Uh, that was enough for me to never you do were it like, again. It's happening. <laughs> it's here. Um, but yeah, I've I've done that. It's just like your silhouette. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's following me. <laughs> it's me with this voice that I have now. Like, ah! um, yeah, no, I've I've done it. Did we do any like we didn't do Ouija board together? Did we? I don't think so. I don't think together. No, that's good. I feel like we probably I didn't traumatize you as much. We probably scared ourselves too much um, with it by the time she was old enough to do it. Yeah. No, I feel like you were just such an active child. Like, I don't know. We didn't <laughs> we weren't really in the house playing with Ouija boards. Um, But OK, speaking of spooky stuff and the spirit of Halloween, we got some Harry Potter ish news. So ish. Daniel Radcliffe is executive producing a documentary on his former stunt double who was left paralyzed following an incident on the Harry Potter set. Um, And so they're calling it David Holmes, the boy who lived. And so he was his stunt double double for 10 years um, before this happened to him on the set of Deathly Hallows part one. So now they're putting out this film going to be all about like his life now, how this incident happened. And, like, completely changed his life. But I kind of thought it was, like, I think it's cool. This guy did so much for them behind yeah. the scenes. And, like, now they're highlighting his life. Um, it's awesome. Being changed from literally the, his job. But it's kind of crazy. Like, can you ever imagine being 
you were kind of a wild child. You you loved doing like activities. Just kind of, you know, there's been some incidents. But um, would you ever be like a stunt double or do like, I don't know, that kind of like adrenaline stuff? Um, maybe. I think that'd be pretty cool, but it's, like, crazy to see the things that people have gone through. Like, yeah. a whole life-changing event is, like, that's, like, scary, but it's, like, Terrifying. it's cool they're highlighting it yeah. and, like, showing, like, what yeah. can happen because I feel like stunt doubles don't get attention enough. Like, you don't know mm-hmm. any stunt doubles, but, like... You literally, like, we would have never even known, like... Nobody There did. was a stunt double for right. him. Mm-hmm. Everyone's it's, been saying, it's kinda, like... It's kind of wild to think that, like, you even... For something like Harry Potter, you need a stunt double. I know. I'm yeah. trying to think through, like, the first movie, like, what action sequences there was that would have required a stunt double. I don't know if it was, like, them, like, flying on the broomsticks or <laughs> what. I don't think so. No, but, yeah, I, I just crazy to me that no one, and we were saying this beforehand, too, that nobody knew about this until just no. now. All the comments and all the promotions for it have just been, like, when did this happen? No one knew this happened. Like there was zero news about this yeah. when the movie came out or when they were filming the movie. So I think it's really cool to see that they're highlighting his life and, you know, putting a spotlight on David. Yeah. It's, um, it all, I would never be a stunt double, but I also no, never, neither. I never really, I never thought about acting or anything either. I feel like that's like always a question that comes up. Like, Oh, did you ever want to act or anything? I don't. Did you ever want to do anything like that? In the yeah, you did. I did really? when I was younger. Ooh. I wanted to take acting classes, and Mom was really in on it. She's like, "Let's go, let's go get acting classes right now." Um, but that was like not something that I was like pursued because it was like a whole thing of like. If I did start acting, if that was, like, something that i want to do, it would be, like, on, like, the TV or something. And, yeah. like, so it was, like, a change in direction. And then I started horseback riding, but that was it. Aww. Yeah, you've done, you've lived, like, a thousand lives. Yeah. Can we just, like, talk about that? You did, what else did you, you did horseback riding, you did that, what, what, did you, didn't you do gymnastics or something for a while? What'd you do? You did some shit. I feel like you had a new hobby, like... <laughs> You're just trying as many activities, and I was like, I don't know. And then you would be, like, really good at them all, and I'd be like, that's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so, like, athletic? <laughs> um, I, uh, I did kind of do gymnastics. I wasn't, like, in classes. They did, like, free, like, classes for, like, an hour on the weekends, and I did those sometimes, Um, but I, like, mostly did it, like, at home. Oh, um, yeah, you would just flip around and crash scooters. <laughs> that was a thing that I thought of when we were talking about stunts and stuff mm-hmm. i will never forget the scenario how you were like what five maybe like a little bit old like maybe like six or seven at least because like was i in like kindergarten or like first grade yeah you had to be i was in middle school so you were probably like seven yeah i was at you were least probably like seven grade. or eight you mm. had to be at least seven or eight well anyway so she's riding around with our papa on like a motorized scooter mm-hmm. and it front flips you come in the house with half your face scraped off <laughs> oh my and gosh i just look at and i start bawling <laughs> and you weren't even crying and mm-hmm. i feel like that was just a common theme you're just like unfazed <laughs> by everything and i was like 
bawling my eyes out. And I remember mom was like, get out of here now because if she sees you crying she's gonna think she needs to start crying <laughs> and then she started panicking yeah and then i started crying Aww. it was like the most terrible it scarred me for life from motorized scooters by the way me too and literally <laughs> you yeah that was like the scariest thing i never thought about them being that dangerous but psa they are um, They're dangerous it's like a stunt in itself yeah the doctor was like if you would have like hit your nose it could have went into your brain Shut and up. i was like oh Good to know. Thank you. What the hell? I could have left that part out. <laughs> I oh, know, right? So Wait, because so you scary. know what else, too? Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? It was right around Halloween. So for Halloween, they wrapped you like a mummy because you already had to, like, wrap Aww. your face uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I, was, <laughs> I might have the picture of that, to be honest. There's, like, I a might. whole photo album. It's <laughs> Yeah. If I have it, I'll put it in the... We'll put it in the thing. But, yeah. Dang. I just remember, like... I don't know. I feel like you were so unfazed growing up. Like, I don't, and I was so happy to have a little sister. Oh my God. Am I going to get like emotional? I'm <laughs> old, but, um, I don't know. I just felt like I, w- we always talked about how I like, love babies and stuff. So when you were born, I was like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, we don't have to get emotional. Um, let's get divisive instead. So this is kind of random, but we talked a little bit about this before the podcast came on. Um, so this weekend we had to go on like a last minute trip to see some family and we couldn't get like two seats by each other on the way home. And so we were like, it's no big deal. We'll like ask somebody to switch. You guys, we asked three different people. They all said no. And they all said no. And to be honest, yeah. like, I feel like it could go both ways. Because if I was the person that got asked, I probably would say no. But it depends, I guess, on the situation. Yeah. But it was just every single one of them was, like, traveling alone. See, every single one of them. Like, two out of the three were, like, young men, like, our age. And, like, I was just like, oh, do you care if I sit by my fiance? Like, can we switch? And they're like, no, sorry. See, if I was traveling alone, I I feel like I really don't give a shit. Like, if somebody wanted to move to be, like, by someone they were traveling with, I wouldn't care if I was alone. However, if they were asking me to move to be in my seat and I was, or like, picked my seat to be, like, sitting next to Brian on a trip or, like, if we were traveling, I'd be like, no, we are traveling together. Mm -hmm. But if you're by yourself, I feel like. Dude, three out, like, three out of three, three for three said no. Yeah, like, who's it going to hurt? I don't know. Well, it was a middle seat, so we were like, we'll pay you, which... And that was the thing, too. Like, they were like, well, I don't want to, like. Oh, they don't no, want a middle somebody seat. Said, so, one of them said, like, well, I paid for the end seat. And it's like, no, you didn't. Uh, they all cost the same. Yeah. But, like, we also offered them money. We were like, we'll give you 20 bucks to switch. I would take 20 bucks and to the middle no. seat. And I was like, what the hell? And you know what I think grind my gears even more? Which it makes it, like, kind of awkward, too. Because the whole flight, I was just, like, pissed at this person. I don't even know. I was just like. Fuck. Oh, yeah, because then you had to sit yeah, next to him the whole time. Sit next <laughs> the whole time. Um, but what made me even more mad was like this person didn't get a single snack, a single drink, didn't go to the bathroom once, easily could have been a middle passenger. <laughs> and I had a, I wanted snacks. I wanted drinks. I went to the bathroom. I was like, we could have easily swapped seats, sir. So, yeah, That's it nuts. was um, it was an interesting thing. But I was like, I feel like this is divisive because I could see it both ways. Like if I was that person. Right. But again, if I was alone, I would never be like, no. Yeah. If I was yes. alone, I don't really like, care. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But um, interesting. I just had to bring that, that up. Didn't that happen to us when we were going? Where were we going? Chicago, I think. There was a bunch of us and somebody was trying to switch us seats or like 
our seats got moved around at the last second and I was having like I was having a Karen moment. I was like, I swear to God, no. if someone makes us move our seats around and not be by each other, I'm going to have a panic attack right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember, but I I, fe- I feel that way every time I'm like picking seats on a plane. Like if I'm not going to be by one person, I know I just like I have so much anxiety about it. I'm like, I need to be. I don't know. Like, I also like to grab whoever's hand that I'm with when we like take Same. off and land. I have <laughs> to like hold child, like a little mm-hmm. baby child. But anyway, um, yeah, I just had to throw some little shade in there before we get into the spooky Wait, stories. Speaking of planes, I remember when you went to Hawaii and I was like there in the car watching you guys leave to go to Hawaii. I think it was like your 16th birthday. And, um, I was so scared of planes just because of, like, what everyone else was saying and, like, how everyone else was, like, acting. And I just knew, like, planes are kind of dangerous. I was in the car sobbing while you guys took no. off. And I was like, no. I was like, I hope everyone's <laughs> You were okay. like, we were going to our immediate death. <laughs> I was like, like don't no, do it. Like, that's such a long flight. Aw. <laughs> oh, my God. That's nice. I was we, so we have scared. empathy for each other. That's <laughs> nice to know. Um, yeah, it is a very long flight. I will say that, but. We made it <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Thankfully and back. Thankfully. Somehow. Um, oh my God. Yeah, no. All right. Do you, I'll have you read the third spooky story. We've got a couple. Okay. So I'll read this first one. You take the second. She'll take the third. I'll take the last one. Cool, cool, We've cool. got extra because we missed last week and now it's about to be not spooky season. Yeah, it really flew by this year. So <clears throat> starting with spooky story number one. All my life, I'm 16, I've had supernatural paranormal experiences. I've seen shadow people and heard voices and seen dead people. When I was younger and never understood what was happening before it happened, and again when I was older. I was sick with COVID and everyone thought it was me hallucinating, but I knew I wasn't because I recognized the voice. But it never said anything in particular, it just kind of repeated me. One day I was doing the dishes and asked my mom about whether or not she had seen ghosts. She said she had experiences, but told me about one spooky time involving me. My great uncle died when I was about a year old. He apparently loved me very much. From then until about when I was four, the household was very abusive with my father. He got kicked out and everything went back to normal. My mom was hanging up pictures on the walls and she hung up one of my great uncle and aunt and me as a baby. She asked me if I knew who that was. Once again, he died when I was a year old, so I would have never remembered him. But I said yes. She asked where I knew him from. Apparently, I said that he checks up on me in the night. She got freaked out, but was also comforted, having someone watching me and make sure I was okay when everything around me wasn't as a kid. That's kind of that's kind of crazy. That's kind of like what we were talking about. People can like visit you in your on, dreams, like in their dreams, yeah, and like, in, in passing. That's mm-hmm. kind of. Sp- kind of spooky um i believe it but also mm-hmm. it's like comforting and spooky at the same time so you're like, yeah it wasn't like a, a scary spooky person it was just a a distant relative well not a distant relative a <laughs> deceased relative unfortunately right, like not visiting just to check up on things that's wild yeah we've shared some stories like that but um on the spooky scale i'd say seven out of ten six out of ten six or seven yeah, I'd say around there. I think it's more like a comforting thing that Yeah, I'm, it's like a nice story. Yeah. I'm not like terrified by that. At least they weren't like grabbing your toes or something to scare Yeah, them. no, none <laughs> of that. No right. no toe grabbing. Um, this is the one you'll read after. 
You can go. Okay. Spooky story number two. Last Sunday, I was home alone with my dog. I live with my boyfriend, but he was out of town for the whole weekend. So it's Sunday morning and I usually do laundry. I was waiting for a load to finish before adding in a new one. So when I heard the machine finish, I left my bedroom to go change the loads. I have to pass my front door to go to the laundry room room, and remember looking at the door and noticing it was closed as usual. After I change the load and I go back into my room, the door was fully open, not cracked open, but entirely open. I immediately started to freak out and scream, who's there? I grabbed a knife and slowly walked in walked room by room to check to see if anyone was in my house, but I couldn't find anyone. My dog was sleeping in my bed the whole time, so there was no chance that he opened the door or that he would have noticed if anyone was there. I then noticed my patio door was fully open too, which could have, which I could have left open because I had breakfast on the patio earlier but may not have closed it. Either way, I could only come up with one solution. Someone entered my house from the back door thinking it was empty but then noticed I was home and left through the front door. I spent the entire rest of my day in my room with a knife in case a person would come back again. I still have a creepy feeling that someone may have been in my house and will be changing my locks soon because you never know. I hate that so that's much. That's an actual mm-hmm. scary story. Like that's that's an, real life true crime. I You gotta get a ring light that. girl because <coughs> I, like, I would need confirmation to not think. like I'd be convinced if I was her that somebody was living there's a basement i would think the person's in the basement <laughs> mm-hmm. or oh, like yeah. in the shower like or living something in there like just yes. forever now yeah yeah I would, so, go, I would call the police sometimes <laughs> i get scared that there's somebody living in your basement just because nobody ever goes in the basement too often hey, i just cleaned it i know you did that's kind of what made me think about it and i was watching the dogs and to, well, to make you feel better no one was down there well thank god because <laughs> sometimes i think of just putting like a chair in front of the basement door because i get nervous or or we can lock it yeah i guess so maybe the lock would work better but like that's just like i, I couldn't deal with this story happening to me this is easily like a nine it's out of ten like it just burn yeah. the whole place down yeah like forget this house we'll we'll, we'll figure out else. something else <laughs> like you'd for sure like be paranoid after that Ugh, yeah. I hate I, that I'd so say much. Like nine out of ten. Like that's spooky. Yeah. It's so spooky. Okay. Um, spooky story number three. Number Ooh. three. All right. This one says, one day when my daughter, who is now twenty three, was about three, we lived in an old house that had since been torn down. I told my daughter to come with me. It was time to take a bath. She said, "I don't want to take a bath. The little boy in a bathtub always wants to talk to me." And then um, I would usually put her in the bath and let her play for a few minutes while I was in the laundry room or bedroom right outside the door. After that, I never left the bathroom, and according to her, the little boy never came back. I tried to get more details, but she was three, so she would just say that when she was in the bath, the little boy would come and play with her. She has no memory since she was so young. That's giving me the heebie-jeebies. No, absolutely not. If I, when I have children one day... If they ever come to me and see somebody or like say something like that, we're moving. Yeah. Like that's your first like that's your first signal like you got to get out of there because things just get worse from there. I mean, I guess things stayed okay, but no. Yeah, or we're not like taking it. chances. Yeah. Yeah, and that's 
That's a 10 out of 10. Um, For sure. In an old house, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not about it. Yeah, and it only wasn't there when, like, the mom wasn't there. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, what yeah, was like, it trying to do? That's yeah, sneaky that's, like, sauce. even more creepier. Oh, Yeah, I don't like it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, we're going to do one extra spooky story. Yay. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's a long one. It is. Let's rewind 10 years. My cousin Matt was always into the goth scene as far as fashion and music. As you might have guessed, his favorite holiday was Halloween and loved watching all the horrors and dressing up and trying to scare the high school trick-or-treaters. At the time, he was a manager at Journeys in the Mall where he met and would eventually fall in love with Mandy. M and M were separable. They got married during the Halloween season and ended up buying a house. The house they and their five cats moved into was an all-brick century home built in 1898. Definitely gives the creepy vibes, but they said they loved its character. Through the years, they've always had stories of weird things happening. There was an old rocking chair in the attic that you could hear during the night, and the cats would freak out at different times of the day, noises, voices, lights flickering, doors shutting, etc. Matt said the one time there was a loud noise in the basement and he was certain someone had broken in, so went downstairs with his gun drawn, but nothing was there. They said they were at the store to buy liquor, like five years after owning it, And the clerk asked for their ID and with a surprised look said, you live in that house? Let's be honest. I loved hearing all the eerie stories, but you weren't getting me to go over there. F that. If it was my house, it would have been up for sale the week after buying it. But fast forward a few years later and they were ready to sell and move out. The real estate agent took pictures and said multiple times that her hair was raised and felt a presence when no one was around in the house. Even a day after showing the house to buyers, the realtor's SUV got a flat tire and the mechanic told her that there was a nail in the sidewall of the tire. Nails and tires happen, but not in the sidewall of a tire. One of the last moments of staying at the house, my cousin and his wife woke up in the middle of the night from voices in the hallway. They mentioned they heard these noises from time to time, so they slept with the doors closed, but this time the voices were loud enough to wake them up. Freaky as fuck. They said it was a little girl saying, Come play with me, forever and ever and ever. They were obligated to tell the new buyer that the house was haunted, but the buyer laughed it off. That same buyer called them months later, asking if they heard voices. I mean, what did they expect? Every scary movie I've ever seen begins with a young couple moving into an old-as-fuck house, and that's when things go bad. And what did they do? (laughs) Moved into an old-as-fuck house, 1898, catch me. No, never, never in a house that old. That's a good point. Yep. Um. So they didn't do their research, but the fact that they were like, "Oh yeah, we can hear voices, but we shut the doors. It's fine." Like, yeah, I don't. I don't care how much I like Halloween or spooky stuff. If it was like happening in my home, consistently, gotta go. you gotta get out of there. Gotta yeah, go. That's terrifying. Would you buy a house if you were like looking and a buyer was like, "Hey, by the way, we have to let you know it's haunted." No. I don't know if I'd be intrigued or like, I'd be like how haunted is it. <laughs> you're them you're these people like, the i wouldn't people laugh it, it off i'd believe it but i'd be like how same. haunted is it same i think that's where i stand like i would be like oh for real like i believe you i wouldn't laugh it off i would say thank you you have a beautiful home it's not gonna be me that's true um that concludes like spooky season that's crazy but on Dang. the patreon we're gonna be doing some q a stuff with stevie we're gonna pull some jenga Put her on the hot seat. Let's go. Um, We're going to play some games, get to know Stevie a little better. So make sure you join the Patreon for that content. 
Um, and yeah, hopefully back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Um, you know, m- minus the, the voice, that would be good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, that's Pete. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. We'll have to do this again. Hang out and just chill. Talk about what's going on. Um, yeah, it was nice to be on. Hey, <laughs> cool. Thanks. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.